Hello, my name is Chloe Lim, and I am a first-year internal medicine resident at the University of Calgary, located in Canada. Welcome to the Learn Oncology podcast series. This podcast series is produced alongside Dr. Paris Ingledew, a radiation oncologist at BC Cancer Agency. The goal of this podcast is to familiarize listeners with the pertinent topics and core concepts in oncology. We're today launching a new series called Cancer Careers that will hopefully help our listeners decide if oncology is the right fit for them. This series will explore paths to different specialties and niches within oncology in a casual conversation setting. We hope you find this episode useful. Today, as we mentioned above, we have our founder, Dr. Paris Ann Ingledew. Uh, as I said before, a radiation oncologist from BC Cancer Agency located in Vancouver, BC. Uh, she has completed her radiation oncology residency at UBC. After residency, she was the UBC Center for Health Education Scholarship Fellow, and she completed her Master's in Health Professions Education at the University of Illinois, Chicago in 2013, and most recently began serving as the Department Head for Radiology sorry, Radiation Oncology at BCCA Vancouver Center. She is also the founder of Learn Oncology, a website that is used nationally and internationally for oncology education and our podcast. So welcome, Dr. Ingledew, and thank you so much again for being here today. Thanks, Chloe. I'm really excited (laughs) to do this. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, why don't we get started? Dr. Ingledew, we try to make things light here in the beginning. So before we start, we'll just have a few icebreakers to get to know you. Uh, First, what is your favorite activity to do in Vancouver? I have to assume that you enjoy Vancouver enough to complete all your training here and to stay as well afterwards. Well, Chloe, I love Vancouver, to be honest. It's a great place to work and raise a family. And as you know, it's uh, not only Vancouver, but sometimes they call it Raincouver because it rains so much here. But where there's rain, there's snow, and I love skiing. And so all winter long, every time it rains, I just think about how much snow is falling on the mountains. And mm-hmm. every Friday night, I head up there with my family and we go skiing for the weekend. And I can't think of a better way to disconnect, recharge, and be with people I really enjoy spending time with. We honestly live in like one of the most beautiful places in the world here. And it's so nice to be able to get outside and enjoy it. That's amazing. I also did a little bit of my training in Vancouver and I love Whistler. I can't ski as well as you probably do, but I love going to Whistler just to get, you know, some time off and hang out there in the weekend. So that sounds very interesting. Thanks for sharing that with us. So we'll just get started here. Uh, You're a radiation oncologist, which despite sounding similar is not a radiologist. So how would you describe your job to others at a cocktail party? I don't know if people still have cocktail parties. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't been to a cocktail party forever. I guess that probably is something about that COVID virus that's been going around and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But uh, in, in all seriousness, you know, I do have to explain my job a lot to people in a casual conversation. Uh, you know, a radiation oncologist is quite different from a radiologist. And in fact, I think of myself more as one prong of cancer care. So within cancer care, we have surgical oncologists who do surgery, medical oncologists who deliver chemotherapy or other systemic agents, drug agents to treat cancer. And then there's radiation oncologists like me who use radiation, which is essentially high-powered x-rays for the most part to treat cancers. 
And some of the cancers we cure and some of the cancers we control. So we work in both, both of those settings. Uh, patients can be in our practices for years as we follow them up both for survivorship issues as well as looking for recurrences. And so it's really the perfect mix of technology and caring patient care or clinical medicine. Thank you for explaining that so easily for me. So now we know that what your specialty is like, what do you specifically do and what does your typical day look like? Yeah, Chloe, currently I practice as a radiation oncologist at a pretty large cancer center. I have a leadership role at the cancer center and I also do medical education research. So in my clinical role right now, I treat lung and breast cancers. And these are really diverse cancers because I treat both curative intent cancers and palliative intent. So it means that sometimes I'm curing patients and sometimes I'm providing comfort and symptom control right up until the end. In a typical week, I'll see patients in consults. I have some days which are follow-ups or actively seeing patients while they're on treatment and managing their symptoms. And some days which are really purely radiation planning, very similar to how a surgeon goes to the OR and does an operation. I go in front of my computer and I design a radiation field and then deliver radiation to the areas I want to. Aside from my clinical practice, I'm also a department head here. And that's an interesting role. I can help to guide day-to-day operations for our center. I assist with research, specifically in radiation oncology and strategic planning. Uh, I'm involved in mentorship uh, with the residents and medical students below me. And speaking of medical students and residents, I'm also involved in medical education. I help with the uh, supervising both residents and medical students here. I help with medical education research and have a couple of interesting areas that I'm doing that. And of course, help nationally also with residency training. The weeks are really busy and they're varied. And I have to say that actually no two days are ever the same. And that's probably the best part about radiation oncology is that there's always something new. It's always evolving. And there's always different things or different roles that you can take on. I can definitely tell that you're quite passionate about your job. And you do have a very cool job and a very mix of interesting education roles and also clinical roles and a leadership role. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about your journey to getting to where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Probably like a lot of medical students, if they're listening, they probably don't always know what they want to be right as soon as they enter medical school. And I certainly was one of those. I tried on many different hats as I went through. But I was lucky enough in my third year to come across a radiation oncologist who practiced uh, pediatric cancer Uh, treatment as well as lung cancers at that point in time. And she was an incredible mentor in many ways because she demonstrated to me the qualities that I wanted to see in myself as a future physician. She's compassionate and intelligent, and she was able to balance all the technical aspects with exceptional patient care or the human aspect of care. I really think you can't underestimate the moment when you actually meet a mentor or somebody you sync with and you think this actually looks like what I want to be my future self. And I've often think now here forward, when I have students and learners working with me, I take an opportunity to understand a little bit about what they want in their future and hopefully pass a little bit of that forward to them. The same excitement, like you said, to inspire them to do the same things. Well, that's awesome. Well, as you're being my mentor, I can definitely agree with that. Uh, Were there any other career choices you were considering during uh, medicine or outside of medicine? 
Well, you know, as I said, I tried on a lot of different hats as I went through medical school. And at one point, I think I was even really quite interested in radiology. And Mm. I'm not trying to be disparaging to radiologists, but as I went through radiology, I really realized that I love the imaging, but also I just needed a bit more patient care and patient interaction. And as I described before, you know, as a radiation oncologist, a lot of my week is actually involved in direct patient care and seeing patients and talking to patients. And so really, I think I landed the perfect mix of things that are interesting to me from that perspective. If I had not been a physician, um, or let's just say I was stopped being a physician right now, I've always toyed with the idea of writing some books and maybe uh, refinishing furniture. Um, But, you know, who knows, that'll probably (laughs) change too, as it changed for me through medical school. So, yeah. Oh, nice. What type of book would you want to write? Oh, it's a good question. You know, for a long time, I loved Carol Shields writing and uh, mm-hmm. I always just thought it was so beautiful. And, you know, these are just stories of just normal people. And I love a good story of a normal life that's well mm-hmm. told. My mm-hmm. grandmother, many, many years ago, wrote down her whole life as a biography, actually, and gave it to oh, us. Wow. And I've always thought it would be a lovely story to show to others. It's a story of a somebody who immigrated from another country and was extremely resilient and Well, thank you for sharing that personal detail as well. Uh, So outside from clinical practice, is there anything else that fascinates you about your field in research or projects that you're involved in? We've made mention about it already, but I really truly have a passion for medical education. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough to do that master's in health professions education early in my career. And I try to combine that knowledge with my day-to-day practice all the time. I have research in medical education related to patients and their online use of resources to find out more about their cancers. And I find that's really interesting because it not only informs the program of research, but also helps me to better interact with my patients. So I know how they're using resources and how I can better point them to better resources to use. I also have another program of research that looks at factors that encourage people to pursue oncology as a career path. For instance, you listening to a podcast like this, is that enabling <laughs> you to come here? Or as I said, the intersection with a mentor. Um, and of course, Learn Oncology, which this podcast is part of, is one of my true passions. It's because I think, honestly, it's one of the ways that we can inspire another generation to learn more about oncology. It's excellent to disseminate information to learners that may not otherwise learn anything about oncology or very little through their medical training. And I also get to work with a great team of medical students and residents, just like you, Chloe. Uh (laughs) Oh, you flatter me too much. Well, thank you for sharing that. I think we already touched up on this, but what do you love about your job and what really motivates you day to day? Mm -hmm. What motivates me? My patients motivate me. Mm. Uh, I love working with my patients. I think it's a real privilege to be an oncologist. And when you see what our patients go through day to day and the way that they're resilient and they get through treatments and, and, you know, are really, honestly, they're really relying on our system to do the best for them. It's an absolute privilege to be an oncologist working the system. And we work in really good teams. It's not just me. I have a team that's really broad and diverse that I work with. And I think that is really exciting to know that we, together as a team, make a difference in people's lives. Totally. 
Um, thank you so much for your insight and inspiration. So before we head off, do you have any final words for the listeners? Well, I think you got my excitement about radiation oncology. I really hope you did. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, radiation oncology is an excellent career and it really merges the best of many worlds. I think if you're a person that likes a bit of variety, loves working in teams and loves really meaningful patient care, it's an excellent field to pursue. I would say that no two days of the week are the same, but also no two radiation oncologists are the same. There's a multitude of ways that one can shape their practice by treating different tumors or integrating research or education and even leadership roles as we've talked about today. I think medical students and learners don't get nearly enough exposure to our specialty, but I hope through podcasts like this, we can inspire people to give us a chance and come check us out. This was truly such a pleasure getting to know you and your journey through this podcast. Thank you so much for everyone tuning in. We will provide more helpful episodes in the future, including more talks in terms of the cancer career episodes. If you'd like to learn more, please check out our website, learnoncology.ca. We also do have an Instagram handle at learnoncology.ca. Before we end today, our team would like to thank ROCSIG, Radiation Oncology Education Collaborative Study Group, who have kindly helped us to develop this episode today and by giving us valuable insight in regards to what students would love to hear about radiation oncology and more so oncology careers in general. Thank you so much.